G'day everyone and welcome to another episode of Aussie Tech Heads. Yes, it's another week and we're up to 567 and we're recording on the 17th of January 2018. Uh, welcome one and all. We are brought to you by athwebhosting.com.au if you want some uh, web page or email hosting or whatever you whatever you like, uh, athwebhosting.com.au. About three clicks to get a WordPress installed, can't get easier than that. Alright, uh, don't forget that you can catch us on the Aussie Tech Radio as well. You can find that at AussieTechRadio.com. Uh, that go there for the instructions. It'll tell you how to listen. But pretty much, you just download the TuneIn Radio app, which is cross-platform, no matter what device you're on. TuneIn Radio app, get that installed and search for Aussie Tech Radio. Listen to us on Spotify as well. And uh, wherever else uh, all, all good Aussie Tech Head podcasts are found, <laughs> I think we're on archive.org. You can get us on the YouTube.com uh, forward slash Aussie Tech Heads and follow us on Facebook.com forward slash Aussie Tech Heads and send us a message, send us an email or whatever you like to do. You can get us on the Twitter as well, uh, just quietly at uh, Aussie Tech Heads. <laughs> How's that? All right, this week we have uh, Jordan. How you doing, Jordan? Hey, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. I uh, had a good week. Been a while. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> been a week. Yeah, how, how's your week been? Pretty good. It's been long, so it's been a while. No, it's been a long week. Oh, it's been it's been a warm week, and it's going to get even warmer. They say over the weekend. Yeah, heat wave coming our way. Yeah, we've had it. We've had a bit of a, a heat wave as well. I guess of sorts. Probably not as hot as Sydney. I think they had about a or West Sydney had about a forty-five or something. I, I don't really? Know if, yeah, I don't know if you guys are going to get up. Gee, to, we had forty. Yeah, I think last week. Oh, geez, that's or something that was enough. But forty-five, geez, I've never experienced. 40. Well, I might have when I was a kid and don't realise it. But yeah, I think uh, forty-five. Not as an adult, I haven't. Uh, <laughs> no, forty-five. We're expecting, I think, thirty-nine tomorrow. So it could it could hit forty tomorrow. Yes, yes, but you guys, because you're now you're down sort of southern Australia, aren't you? Like down south, Victor- South Victoria. Why? Um, uh, uh, Mornington Peninsula. Do you know where that is? Is that'd be. On the bottom of Australia, Frankston, Rosebud, um, right, Portsy, yep. Sorrento, those sorts of places. So you wouldn't get the, the humidity too much. It's pretty good there. It's just hot. No, it's not too bad. It can get a bit dry sometimes. Yeah, mm. yeah, okay. But we're off to Geelong tomorrow for a little adventure. Oh, good so stuff. I don't know how hot it's going to get over there. Oh yeah, and this is this is the last week for your kids at school holidays, or you they got another no, I week? Think, I think no, I think they got another week. They go back. I think uh, the end of end of Jan, so I like, think like the thirty first of Jan or something, or the second of Feb or something. Oh wow! Well, uh, yeah, how's it going? You think back I should week? know? Being a being a, a, a teacher, I should know, shouldn't I? Well, the only reason I know is I had to pay bills today because they're going back next week. So, so I'm, I'm all up with it. I know when I pay me bills. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Well, but you, know, you can't get away from those sometimes. You've, you've got no, to learn pretty quick. That's when right. You. That's right. They're all getting because uh, uh, Izzy she's starting high school this year. And you know they're yep. giving her laptops and everything, so she's she's looking forward really? to that. Yeah, she's uh, she my eldest wait. hasn't quite it's got high school yet, so I haven't. Uh, I've been told that it, it's going to happen. Yeah, right. With right. The laptops and everything, and it's going to become a compulsory item. I keep telling her to be on her best behaviour, otherwise, you know, you get your head flushed at high school. There's no questions asked. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So um, you know, just tell her you have to chop her hair off for. Uh, yeah, you know, so that's get <laughs> so doesn't get wished up and stuck around the bowl. Now, the other <laughs> podcast you can uh, hear on our little network, I guess we got going, is uh, Aussie Max Zone and also the Obsidian Loft Old Fart Geeks. They're a bit of, in a bit of a hiatus, and so is the Aussie Tech Security at the moment. But there is a new podcast. Uh, that I heard it. Yes, and I'll just get to that in a second because I wanted to get to the emails first. I'll get, okay. talk about that new podcast in a minute because it'll lead into a story. Uh, now, emails. Now, first email we got from Joe. 
He says, uh, the audio repeats and there's some silence. So uh, apologies for that. I'll, I'll uh, make sure that doesn't happen again if that's been happening. Get on to the tech, get on to the tech staff and tell them to get it right. That's right. I'll, I'll give him one star for last week and uh, you won't get a bonus. <laughs> and no, no McDonald's voucher for lunch. No, that's right. No, he's he's been a bad boy. He can have a he can have a Kentucky. He's got to get his sound can, right. He can have a Red Rooster. That'll be punishment enough. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, well, uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, Joe, we'll have a look into that. Uh, I haven't. I didn't go back and listen to last week, sir. But uh, we'll uh, we'll endeavour to make sure that doesn't happen again. If it does, please let me know. Uh, there must be a gremlin somewhere if it happens. Well, we again. don't usually like to go back and hear ourselves, do we? So. No, well, you know, you've heard it once. I've heard it, I've heard it once live, so I don't want to particularly hear it again. Um, no. Yeah, so the other other email we got was from Mick. He's, uh, he goes, he thoroughly enjoys the show ever since he discovered it about six months ago. Well, good on you, Mick. Uh, thanks for writing yeah. in. He's uh, just finished. Sounds like me. Yes, yeah, well, that's right. I started Most... listening to it about six or 12 months ago, and now I'm here. That's right. You see, that could be your progression too, Mick, you know, if you so exactly. desire. <laughs> Come on the show. That's right. It's uh, it's good. If you've fun. got the, you've got yeah, you've got got the, the the knowledge. Come and share it. Exactly. We don't even have to have knowledge. Just have to have the passion, you know. And if you if you got the, if you got the passion, we want you. Yeah. Uh, well, if you've got the knowledge, we can learn a lot too. So exactly, exactly. <laughs> Put us on the right track. Uh, yeah. So he was talking about. He just said he just finished listening to show five six six, where we talked about a device. Uh, in particular, I think uh, Jordan, you talked about a device that blocked telemarketers from ringing a landline and also for mobile phones. Uh, that was his. That's my recollection anyway. Well, I did actually. Yeah. Where... Made a little comment. I don't think we talked about it, but we we passed. I passed a comment on it. I think I was browsing eBay at the time. Mm. While you guys were talking about something else, <laughs> and I brought it on, yeah, yeah. so yeah, so he, uh, so that was right. So we, uh, I interrogated Jordan, a CPR, CPR call blocker, I think it was. Yes, that's right, the CPR call blocker. Now, for those on the video, let me see if I can get you a link here, or you know, at least show you what it looks like. Anyway, on eBay, they are available think, uh, in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, they are available yeah. in Australia. That's what it looks like there. So if you get... I can't see it. I've only got a picture of me up there at the moment. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. You can't see it. must be because my... there's only two of us today. Oh, I don't know why that is. Yeah, I don't. There's like usually a little square at the top. Yes, there is too. Okay. Um, but anyway, I'll explain it to you as well. But yeah, it's a little device and it's got a big red button on it that says block now. So as the call comes in and you think it's a scammer, well, you just push the big red button that puts it in its memory and there it is. It won't ring yeah. again. But it also comes pre-configured with about 1,200 numbers to block from what it said on the thing too as well. Yeah, so it's pretty good. It's uh, what on eBay posting from Wetherill Park, New South Wales. Uh, so if you bought today, you'd get it before the 23rd of January, which is next week. And it's called the CPR, as in like, you know, resuscitation, <laughs> CPR call blocker. <laughs> yeah. The, the V202. I've, I've wanted to buy one for years for my mum and I've never done it. They've always um, interested me, but I think with mobile phones, I think everybody's just getting so mobile mm. that, that it hasn't. We haven't really had a need. A lot of people are just switching their home phones off these days. Yeah, well, we've got uh, like we've got a home phone, but we don't even have a phone plugged into it. No, so, but you know we have to have it because you know we want the internet, so we've got to have the phone. It's crazy how that works. But my yeah. only concern with those is I'm not sure if they'll work with NBN, so that'll be the test, won't it? Yes, let me see if I because can. MBN, I think MBN switches everything over to VoIP. Your phone line actually goes over the internet when you switch over to MBN, yeah. whereas before you've got MBN, you've got a dedicated, an actual phone line. 
Yeah. So I'm, I'm not sure if it requires an original phone line or not, or whether it works with the MBN lines, both so, lines. So it says, yeah, it says it comes with a pre-programmed list of numbers, which is deemed to be nuisance callers. Uh, the companies which are selling by phone using overseas call centres, blah, 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 simply choose to block calls from a range of callers that can include private, unavailable, withheld, or international, etc. Connects in seconds, uh, simply quick and simple to connect to mains power required, uses the power from your existing phone, oh, so no mains power. Uh, so what else does it say? Where's a bit about... Uh, how does it actually, what does it actually do? If it blocked a private number, it may block all private numbers, but a lot of, like, a, you know, a lot of spam callers come through with, they show their numbers. I'm not sure if they're allowed to block them, but a lot of them do show their numbers. I know on the mobile phone, I can block multiple numbers it's got all a, the time. Yeah, so from what I gather, it sits between the phone point and your phone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, and it's got a big three-inch screen, so it's easy to see the digits. Very and a easy. big number. <laughs> yeah, three. But if you're talking to that guy, you can't understand on the other end of the phone. You just go bling. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it looks like it's not a bad little device. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't say anything about NBN. So, uh, do your due diligence first. Send the, the eBay seller an inquiry about. Look, NBN. I know. Um, I know with fax lines, they never worked over VoIP years ago when we were using VoIP lines, but. I, it's not like you're trying to send a fax over over VoIP. You, you're just blocking your phone call. So it probably will still work. Yeah, it could do as long as it could, the will. yeah. I, I guess as long as the the MBN box transfers the calling number through to the, your phone or to the device, I'm sure it does. So yeah, it'd be yeah. right. But but yeah, ask the question. Be on be on the safe side. Yeah, just check it out before you spend all the money. I think they're only about sixty bucks, are they? Sixty or somewhere between uh, sixty and hundred on eBay. Yeah, this one's eighty four ninety nine. Buy it now. So yeah. yeah, so 142 of this you one sold. You get one from Hong Kong or China or something. You might even get one a bit cheaper. Yeah, yeah, but if probably to wait a few weeks delivery. Yes, that's right. But look, I don't know. Yeah, that's right. You get it cheaper, but just get one from Australia. It'd be easier. It's yeah, cool. support the Aussie the Aussie sellers. The Aussie eBay dude. Uh, well, you'd hope yeah. so. Now, yeah. So uh, okay, CPR call blocker V202 call blocker and call screener. Go and search on that on eBay. All right. Sounds good. Now, the new podcast is by Jason and Will, and they have, oh. yes, the, the two top podcasters in the world. They is that have, why Jason is here tonight? He's a bit worn out from the big the big, the big big first show. That's exactly right, yeah, the launch. big launch, yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the launch took it out of him. I think they recorded yeah. Monday night, late Monday night, after Will couldn't get the Zoom working or something. Good on you, Will. And was it a half hour or an hour show? It was about the 35 minutes, the first episode. Oh, so kind of half the time, and he's worn out on the launch. Must have been a big show oh, for the huge, launch. Huge show. Yeah, after show party, everything. It was crazy. <laughs> I wish I was there. Now, uh, yeah, so the Aussie Tech Crypto. So, you know, Jason, oh, yeah. yeah, he's into... Uh, oh, he loves it. Yeah, he loves it. He loves all the uh, Bitcoins, the Ripples, the Ethereums, the everything. So AussieTechCrypto.com is the webpage, just a simple little webpage with the the videos of them, uh, the YouTube videos. It is coming to iTunes. So keep searching iTunes relentlessly until it appears there. We're just waiting for iTunes to approve it, but it will should be there. First episode should be there fairly soon, you would hope. So, But otherwise, until then, you can. is there a link to it on Facebook or something or a YouTube video already somewhere? Yeah, on YouTube. I'm sure that it came up on my phone the other day and you were able to view it. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I posted it to the Aussie Tech Heads page. But anyway, it is, oh. on, it is on YouTube anyway. Uh, and I think so he... Yeah, I think he even put it on the Aussie Tech Heads YouTube page. So it's attached as like a, a playlist or something. 
So um, you'll find it. But if okay. not, just go to Aussie Tech Crypto, A-U-S-S-I-E-T-E-C-H-C-R-Y-P-T-O.com, and you'll find it. And look, I listened to the first episode, and yeah, it's great. It's, uh, it just explained the beginnings and, and the, the guts of the of the Bitcoin and all these cryptocurrencies. And you know, I, I should it, have listened to it myself. Yeah, I found it quite interesting. Uh, I'm getting people asking me a lot about a lot about that crypto stuff these days, and I don't know how to answer them half the time. Oh, so what they maybe ask, I'll learn. What do they ask you that for? They think that you're the oh, just because it's, it's all the talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just because it's all the talk, I suppose. Have you, you know, have you heard about Bitcoin? Have you bought any bought? Oh, Bitcoin? yeah, right. Well, you were telling me just before that you you have bought Bitcoin and sold Bitcoin or bought something. With no, Bitcoin. not sold. I've only bought some and shopped with it. Right. So where, where did you shop? Where, what did what did you buy? What did where did you shop at? Well, I just bought some cloud services. Oh, that's right. You did. I think you said that last week. Yeah. Um, so. Um, yeah, and I used the, the Bitcoin to pay for it, but they don't offer that anymore. So I'm back to using the old good old credit card because I think mm. there's a few places that have been um, scared off from it now since all this this drop because it dropped in the market or it went up and went down. And as I think there's a few people that are just going, whoa, someone said, I think I read an article the other day or broke, browsed over one that Microsoft has just stopped oh, using really? Bitcoin or something on one of their receipt, taking Bitcoin as payment for things or something. Oh, right. One of them, I can't remember. Look, my, my information is maybe not 100% accurate, but it was something along that that those lines. You'd have to listen to the crypto show to get the correct mm. information. But Well, yeah, well, I've, uh, look, I've thrown a couple of hundred bucks at a market. At the, at the, I, I use this oh, yeah. BTC. BTC market. Dot com or whatever it is. Yeah, dot yep. btcmarkets.net. Uh, dot, dot net. Yeah, so it lists oh, quite well, a few of the cryptocurrencies anyway and current pricing and all that. Uh, but I guess the, and you can, you send your Aussie dollars in. Uh, once they receive it, then you can go along and buy whatever. You know, you've got little graphs, little candlestick graphs. I never, never really understood a candlestick graph, but I do now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, oh, hang on, we've got an update, a, 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 a live update from Joe. He's just responded to an email. He says, this is a live update on the show. It's the audio. He doesn't watch the video. I'm streaming via mobile phone, so cast stereo using the cast using the app cast box by Android. Oh, mm. so maybe there's it might be a cast issue, could be. Dunno. If it might, well, I don't know. I will I'll go I will go back, Joe, and have a listen to last week's and just see what happens. Or just to confirm, unless it's his Bluetooth or something cutting in and out, but it doesn't mean why it should repeat. But anyway, we'll, we'll... But it might not be his fault, it's probably something else. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, well, uh, if it happens this week, let Come me back know. To that. Yeah, let me know. Yeah, absolutely. Now, yeah. So anyway, the BTC markets, but the big news is this week. You know, the Bitcoin's been surging, surging, surging. I think it was only just seems like yesterday we were, and pretty much was yesterday that we were talking about. You know, the Bitcoin was seven thousand and how it was just going up, and then the next next week we did a show, it was ten thousand. Next week we did a show, it was fourteen thousand. Blah blah blah, and it went all the way up to about twenty two thousand, twenty six thousand. Yeah, it and got very, got right up there. It got right up there, but now, yeah, the the it has it pulled back quite a lot. Uh, right now, this second, it's worth thirteen thousand eight hundred and forty Australian. So it has pulled back quite a lot uh, across yep. the board. The the currencies have fallen, um, but you know, people are saying that's because it's uh, it's uh, January and people are taking tax things into account, which I think the US tax cycle ends in uh, you know the calendar year. Look, it's still a lot compared to what it was anyway. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's a lot. Of, that's a lot. That's like a say about a third. Well, it's a half. Let's say it's dropped fifty mm. percent. 
Yeah, since it's high. No, but I mean, it's still worth more than what it was. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Before the before the boom started, yeah. Yeah. Well, I bought I bought into Ripple, uh, so look, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I've taken a hit of about. Yeah, Jay's got some of that too. He said. Yeah. yeah, he sold out. He went. He sold out and bought Ethereum. So. Um, oh. Yeah. So he's, he's ditched okay. Ripple. Hmm. So, but anyway, listen to the podcast. He goes through all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. But the story. Yeah, the story. Uh, this week about the actual Bitcoin, it's uh, a, it's had a massive sell-off, as I said, across the border, uh, across the broader cryptocurrency market as well. Ethereum's down 23%, uh, and Ripple is the next one plunging 33%. God love it. Now, South Korean news website Yonhap reported that Finance Minister Kim Dong-yong had told a local radio station that the government would be coming up with a set of measures to clamp down on the irrational cryptocurrency investment craze. And I think some uh, punters are saying that, or some analysts are saying that, that sort of rhetoric or that talk from the government uh, person in South Korea, even in South Korea, has caused that, you know, the bit of shaky, shaky stuff. And, uh, and might have caused a bit of the sell-off. But, you know, I think, personally, I think Bitcoin will probably just stay about maybe where it is who knows where it should be but uh i think the others have got a little way to go come on ripple i'm on i'm on you come on let's go (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so uh so that's what's going on there so yeah so it's pretty easy if you want to get into it but you know go and seek your financial advisor's advice before you do for goodness sake don't just jump in because some nuff nuff on a podcast said to okay yeah all right now (laughs) (coughs) something in my throat okay now uh, next story so we off with that because go and listen to the show video anything well done jace the first episode excellent uh vodafone has been caught doing a naughty thing they um oh really okay yeah they've been reprimanded okay. <laughs> it's been reprimanded for failing to conform to confirm the identity of at least 1028 customers prepaid mobile customers wow so um <clears throat> excuse me I might just have a little little drinky poo. Hang on a second. Oh, that's right. I think there's I, that gap in the sound again. That, yeah, that's, that that was an intentional gap, Joe. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that was intentional. Yeah, that <clears throat> got a flea in my throat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something. Yeah. So anyway, Vodafone. They're uh, yeah, crazy stuff. So they they software glitch apparently. And so what had happened is uh, 1,028 customers signed up for the prepaid mobile phone. They, When they're authenticating themselves with the, you know, the call-up service or on the line, there was an option that said, uh, "Can you have you been yep. authenticated in store, you know, with your ID and all this sort of stuff? And even if they hadn't, they go, oh, yeah, authenticated in store, tick, and away they go, connected. So, uh, yep. yeah, this happened between January 15 and January 2016. Uh, so Vodafone has since taken steps to confirm the identity of those customers or cancel services in cases where this verification wasn't possible and resolve the issue. Um, then Vodafone said, we can assure our customers that our systems and processes are robust and we are continually working to ensure we act in accordance with the law. Yeah, so I guess, you know, that those those are the days that you you, you want, isn't it? You know, you want to be you want to get these phones and don't, no one knows who you are, you just call anyone, do anything, burner phones like the movies, there they go. But uh yes, that's uh, You no, can't do anything. You can't do anything. You gotta now. be careful everywhere you go. Oh yeah, these days. Like you know, you know, I don't know, you know, when you was when you was a kid or whatever, you know, you'd be able to get away with a few things, but now there's cameras everywhere. 
You just can't do it. You know, sometimes you could, I don't know, throw throw, throw a rock down the, the middle of an arcade yeah, or big something. Brother, big brother's watching all the time. Yeah, yeah but you just so. can't do it anymore. Yeah. yeah. So that's hard. But anyway, that's what Vodafone's doing. So they've fixed it up, So which is good. Now, uh, Visa, moving across to another thing, Visa card. We all know Visa card. Well, in North America, they're going to start a small scale trial of their cards with built-in fingerprint scanners this year. Uh, they've set, okay. Yeah, they've set April as the date that they want to well, try and roll this out. facial recognition. No. No, I don't know how that would work. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the, the card... I might get my twin, my twin will use my card. Well, yeah, that's right. Well, it wasn't it even like photos? Wasn't Apple phones opening just of photos of people? And, oh, I don't know if it was photos, but they did say that you, if you've got a twin, or they, they there was stories of I think uh, siblings, like uh, sons and daughters and stuff that might have you know familiar looks that have been able to open phone. But mm. you know, it was only new technology. Thus, it'll probably get better as it goes on. They'll better give Apple some credit. Yeah, they'll bet it down. Yeah, look, look, I've still got my Apple phone, but um. You know how Apple is, though? They're really good at taking technology and making it better and then saying Apple created it. So That's right. They're good at taking technology and dropping uh, things. Good. <laughs> and putting some good marketing on it and making it look all whiz-bang. Yes, yeah. yes. So I think we all know that well, they've dropped the, the headphone jack. They've dropped the uh, – didn't they even drop USBs off those Mac Airs or something? Uh, oh, you know, look, when they dropped that headphone jack, I was like, what? I was gobsmacked. <laughs> Why on earth would anybody want to drop a headphone jack? And then you do have to think about it. You know, are we going to move forward eventually mm. with other technology? You know, it's it's going to go eventually. You know, I think they've the, just taken the step. And everybody bagging for it, but I think the issue, yeah, was with the with that was that the you couldn't have the headphones and charge it at the same time unless you bought a dongle or something. <laughs> so you buy a dongle that, yeah. It, uh, Dongles that would do both, yeah. Yeah, so anyway. Or you'd have the wireless charger and have your headphones plugged oh, into the bottom. Oh, that's right. It's got all that wireless business now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. But, you know, like, I, I was, I couldn't believe it when I lost the headphone. I, I mean, I'm in the audio industry, so I use that headphone jack a lot. And um, So what phone have was, you got? I've got the Google Pixel, which has a headphone jack. Right, right. Um, it's a great phone, but I believe the Google Pixel 2 doesn't, I think. Oh, I could right. be wrong. They all do seem to follow, and like, I guess... They do follow suit. So it's like I said, Apple takes takes technology and can puts a better spin on it. They usually have, they have great marketing skill. They can put different spins on anything, so... I think what happens is Apple's probably, they're a bit more arrogant towards the consumer, you know what I mean? So they'll say, they don't need the, the headphone jack anymore. They don't need the floppy disk... They don't need the CD-ROM anymore. So because they've sort of got that maybe that bit of arrogance streak and they, they just forge ahead and say, yep, cut it, cut it, cut it, and then... But there is some correctness to it. Though. I mean, really, do you need a CD-ROM? No, yeah. you're right. You really need a headphone jack? No, well, no, you're right, you're right. But I think like Apple forges the way, forges that path takes the heat because they, of that, what I think is their arrogant And then streak. everybody gets on board. And then Google, yeah. And then everyone will say, well, they say, well, Apple's done it. Apple can and do it. you know yeah. what? That headphone jack, that will save us a lot of space inside that phone. So we can put something Let's else there. It. So we'll do that too. Yeah. And if so, Apple can do it, we can do it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why not? If they Apple... just have a way of getting it out there, don't they? And getting people to like it. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they do. Credit and... for that. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big time there. Like everyone's been saying it about the facial recognition stuff because that's been in in Android phones for a long time, but it's not really been hugely or accepted, has it? Really? Or that people? I think the the companies haven't haven't put so much money and time into it as they could have to make it as good as Apple has done it. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, I haven't I haven't used the Apple facial recognition because I've only got the six S. But uh, yeah, it'll, it'll like anything. You don't buy the the first version of anything. You wait for the second or third. And yeah, absolutely, they're, they're, you're right. Yeah, no, you're right. I had a friend say that to me the other day. They said they're not going to get the iPhone X. They want to get the iPhone X S or whatever it might. <laughs> yes. be. The XXX. The XXL. XXX. <laughs> That's right. But um, yeah, the XXLS. <laughs> oh, the XLS spreadsheet phone. That'll be XXLS. That's the iPhone X extra large. Second edition. Yeah. Oh, look, yeah. I reckon, where are they going with these model, these versions numbers or model numbers, you know? So, so what they got, they got running the eight and they got the 10 running. So what are they, what do you reckon they're going to do? They, do you reckon they're just going to bring the nine out next year and then drop the 10? Or do you reckon they're going to just go, forget? Oh, who knows? They'll, they're going to have to go to 11. They can't go back to nine. Maybe they'll they? copy Windows, drop the nine straight to 10. And then stay. But they've in 10. gone ten. That's what X is. Yes, but that but they've dropped the nine. They're not doing the nine. So no, I think that's probably why they put the eight in there. Well, because <laughs> originally we had a seven. They didn't have an eight, and then they released the ten at almost the same time. That's right. They so did. So maybe yeah. they felt bad jumping two two versions to get to ten. So they had to chuck an eight in there at least. Well, I think that well the ten was the happy birthday phone, wasn't it? The ten-year anniversary. Okay. So that's why yeah. they've brought that out. But who knows where they're going? You know, well Microsoft. Yeah. You know, when you count up the Windows editions, you know, there's. Be no... Interesting to see Samsung drop their nine as well. Oh, wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> That'd be. Wouldn't funny. that be? They're all going to go to ten. Eight to ten. <laughs> but there's something about a big X, isn't it? I got the iPhone X. X. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> me, me, the X, X man. But anyway, getting back to the uh, yeah. the Visa cards. Yes, remember all the way back there, <laughs> the Visa yeah, cards. There. It gets sidetracked pretty easy. It's yeah. easy to do. Uh, yeah, so April, they're going to try and uh, uh, bring these cards out with the fingerprint scanner. It will also try and eliminate the. It will also eliminate the the need for signatures uh, if your card's got the EMV chip or contactless payment. Because I think in a, in the US, even there's when I was over there just late last year, that everyone still signed cards. That there's no chips. You know, they don't really that. Chip thing mm. in cards hasn't really caught on, uh, but this looks like this is where it's going to go now. Uh, so Visa have said when a card holder places their finger on the sensor, a comparison is performed between the fingerprint and the previously enrolled fingerprint template securely stored in the card in order to authenticate the transaction. So that's interesting. So that means that the card is performing some sort of computation. So therefore, it must have some sort of a power source in there. So I wonder what that is. Interesting. Yeah, green and red lights are integrated into the card to indicate a successful or unsuccessful match. It'd uh, be a thick card. Well, yeah, it might not fit in one, one of those. Why old... we can't just get rid of cards? We've been trying to get rid of wallets, and no one could seem to do it. You know, but what I heard there was a. Um, I'm not sure if it's true. I vaguely remember something about somewhere in South Australia or Western Australia or something that they are actually trialing. Um, like boat licenses and stuff like that in an app in your phone or something. Boat licenses, okay. and they want to bring they want to bring car licenses and stuff like that into it, and hopefully eventually get rid of the the license having to carry a license around with you that's legit mm. inside the phone. 
then that way you can pretty much get rid of your wallet altogether. All you'd need is just a pocket to put your cash in if you're if you're carrying it. Yeah, I well, mean, we really need a card these days when you've got you know you've got PayPass or whatever it is. Yeah, well, look at the size uh, of NFC your... in your phone, I should say. Yeah, like look at look at the size of your wallet. Look, look, look at this. Can, that's right. You can pay with your. <laughs> That's look right. I mean, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a, a motor pass card, so I don't have to have receipts in my wallet. All I have to do now is get rid of a, the licenses, and I've got pay, I've got NFC for anything else. Yes, I'm well, pretty close to going without a wallet. Well, I got an iPhone, know? so I don't have NFC at the moment, but I've got. I did order through the week from NAB, uh, who that's where I bank with, obviously. Uh, for four dollars, I think they charged me. Was they're going to send me some? contactless payment thing for my phone so when i get it i stick it on the back of the phone oh really yeah and then i'll be able to use all these terminals apparently that's pretty good that yeah. makes any phone any phone capable yeah so i've got the problem with westpac they've been sending me apps all the time saying you can pay with nfc but i've never set it up because i just know i'm still carrying i'm still carrying my other things with me so i haven't gone out of my way to use nfc because i know i'm still carrying a wallet i've had mm. no reason to get rid of my wallet well I've but if you if you can get rid of licenses and, you know, boat licenses and all those other things that that are physical cards, then I might have more of a reason to get my get rid of my wallet. You know? Well, because I'm always, you know, you, you every morning you jump out, you take the kids to the school, and we, I never take my wallet. Always forget my wallet, and so I thought, well, if I get pulled up by the coppers, like, well, geez, I've got to have my license on me. So that's it. So next best thing, hopefully, will will we'll pass if ever that happens. I get caught. Well, you know, pulled up for anything is uh, I've just taken a picture of my license and just kept it as a photo in my phone, and then you know if I get pulled over, I can say, well, here's a photo of it at least anyway. But uh, so they can at least look up the driver's license number in their computer. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. You know, they don't they don't need they really don't need anything that these days the police when they pull you up they can get anything they want just from the registration. But even like I got my license renewal today uh, actually, and it said that I can just renew online. And I'm thinking, well, the photo that's on there now is like five years ago. And no, you can really. I think it's only that you've got a. It's there's a limit. I think you have to get a new photo every five years or every three ten years or I something. But the three, the three year one you don't have to. The five no, year one you don't. Have. I think it's ten because uh, I've got it right here. It says, uh, yeah, renewal on the internet. The renew your driver's. You will need to have the document number or credit card to pay. Your driver's license, yep. You will not be eligible to renew. Uh, renewal in person. Uh, I think it's 10 years. I did Yeah, it's that. 10 years. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, I can't see now where that's... Well, I just had that. mine done a couple of years ago, and I think it was the 10-year one. Oh, yeah. Your, your most recent digital photo and digitized signature were taken more than nine years ago. You yeah, have to go right. in. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. Uh, there you go. There you go. You're all up to date with Queensland transport law. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'd be interested to find out about that app, though. That's something I should look into. I'm curious to know that one, whether it's Western Australia or something. They're using boat licenses and fishing licenses and things like that, all within this app. Mm. So you don't need that. You don't need to carry them with you as long as you've got the app in your phone. Yeah, well, that's that makes that's good isn't it like even though you know you might get you might get pinched doing something and they say oh well, you don't have your phone on you but come down to the station you can log into whatever we've got the app at the station just log into it and uh, yeah and you know, if you've got your phone locked and set to a race if you lose it or something then you're not at any risk of losing your id or information to some you know yeah. um profile stealer so to speak um whereas with your wallet you lose it someone yeah. can take it well that's right and yeah, well, if you lose your license, geez, it costs you another hundred and 
fifty dollars or yeah. whatever it is. You're you gonna lose your credit cards or something, and someone can go and have a ball for a day until you cancel it. But if it's in your phone, they've got to get through the passcode or your fingerprint scanner before they can use it. So mm. it's actually more secure to keep everything in your phone than in your back pocket in a wallet. But are we going to see an increase of amputations? Who knows? Who knows? But uh, when a carp- what's that for a digital digital chip in your arm? No, no. So like you know, people steal your card and your all your devices, cut your hand off just to get your fingerprint. Oh, so, yeah. So you can use them all. Or your eyeball for facial recognition. That's right. Pull with a chopstick. I, I've been watching too many movies. Uh, <laughs> so Facial recognition. Yes. You know, that's right, yeah. Take, take your whole hand and bring it up to the machine, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Put your eye into it and everything. Wipe um, your head off. Yeah, yes. Uh, so this Visa card follows earlier trials by MasterCard. They've been trolling fingerprint sensors since 2014. Oh, wow. Now, Visa launched this broader biometric authentication program featuring iris and facial scanning in September. There you go. So, facial and oh, iris scanning. I See, don't... I just don't know why they even bother with cards anymore. I really don't. You're right. You're right. Like, yeah, you don't really need a card anymore. Like I said, the only thing that's making me keep mine is my license. If I didn't have my license, I would be forced to switch on my NFC and try try to make that work a bit better. Mm. I remember when they trialled those smart chips in the Visa cards. I remember going up, uh, I think, down in Coolangatta, they, a few merchants had the terminals and you could use those chips. You had to get a special card and like a beta tester you were. It was there. It was cool. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah, yes. Now, uh, let's move on to another one. Now, did you what did, did you have a couple of headlines there, Jordan? I have a couple of headlines. I had a pretty rushed day, so I did kind of... Um get a couple of headlines i was going to try and read off but knowing my like the page is probably refreshed now since i looked at it <laughs> all right well while you do um, that oh, well, microsoft is releasing a new elite controller or rumor was it a rumor or was it actual an elite controller? according to information allegedly leaked on reddit uh, microsoft may be currently working on version two of their 200 xbox elite controller the so-called leaked information indicates that version 2 of the controller will support Bluetooth wireless connectivity, um, a USB-C wired connection, and brand-new charging system akin to Apple's MagSafe mm. and a, a magnetically, uh, sorry, magnetically, I should say, attached power connector. Right. In addition to this, anonymous, uh, anonymous Baidu, I think he's user, is that right? Oh, Baidu, Bay- I think that's uh, Bay- some sort of Google Play- or something in right. China, some sort of platform. Okay. Facebook Claims that the controller will support three interchangeable user profiles, three level uh, hair trigger locks, and new design for rubberized grips, which uh, have caused grief for elite users since the controller was released in 2015. In December of last year, Microsoft filed a patent for an adjustable tension mechanism for the thumbsticks on the Xbox One controller possible that this technology will be debuted in the version elite version two as the image below which you can't see um shares a striking similarities with the blueprints featured in the patent yeah okay yeah so, so that's it says and it finally says at the bottom while one while while none of the above have been officially confirmed by microsoft it should be treated exclusively uh as a rumor for now yeah so it left this thing that yeah, there's a patent that kind of, you know, people put these rumours together and they, they quite often do become true, so. Left on a bar stool in some dingy bar somewhere and there you go. Someone's picked it up. Mm. What it was a surprise. Uh, but so, if they work on a new controller, it could be good. 
Yeah, oh, whatever, yes. I'm not a big gamer. Got an Xbox 360. No, neither am I, but if those 360 gamers are out there, they'll be, you know, they'll my, be itching to know what's going on with that. My favourite game on the Xbox 360 is Dig Dug. <laughs> you probably don't remember Dig Dug. No, I've never even played an Xbox 360. I had the Xbox, the first Xbox. I oh, played yeah. tennis and all those things. For hours, lost hours. Right, that's why I don't play games. I lose too many hours too quickly. Yes, that's right. I don't play games. I, I've got no. Put it on, you, like I'll have a, I'll have a play for half an hour, and you look at your clock. It's four hours later. Yeah, I got no games Gets me on every the time. PC. Yeah, I'm off the games on the PC. But uh, on the Xbox, yeah, dig that. It's an old game. It's an old arcade game. It's I don't know. It must be thirty years old, something like that. But must be more, probably close to thirty five. Really? What? Yeah. Wouldn't you get that on like Mame or something like that? Something you could. Those, you yes. Know? You, you could, yeah. but I wanted on the Xbox. Or on that there. website. What was that archive website or something that yeah. Jason, you and I were talking about a while back? Yeah, archive.org. There was the, yeah, the Flash arcade games. Yeah, I don't know what, but if you Google it, you'd find them. Uh, yeah, but look, I got, what else did I buy? They're only like 10 bucks. I bought the yeah. Rally X. That's an old arcade yeah, game. Yeah. Galaga. Bought Galaga. Yeah, Galaga. Uh, yeah. The original Space Invaders and... Oh, you know, I just wanted to play these things. See, with MAME, you still got to play it at a keyboard on a computer. So I just wanted to, I don't know, I just wanted a joystick. I wanted to, I wanted my fingers to do some Old work. school. Yeah, some old, old school. Old school. Yeah. I'd, I did get another headline here that, uh, but I didn't get into it. What was that? The Windows 10 control panel modernization continues. Right. I haven't even opened that story up, but that sounds interesting. I wonder Ooh, what happens we Samsung Galaxy 9, oh, what you need go. to know about the iPhone X rival. So there's the 9. We didn't think we were going to get one. No. <laughs> before, we might skip it. <laughs> well, um, we have the 9. But just before just before you move on with anything else there, uh, if you're on the video, I'll just quickly show you these modernizations for Windows 10. So oh, have you got a story on that, have you? No, no, I just pulled it up just then. Oh, okay. So I'll just, just quickly show you. Look, it looks... Uh, a bit of... I can't see. I haven't got a screen up there for some reason. No. I said that to you. I don't know why I'm not. Is there something I can change here, maybe? Uh, I think it's coming from... I'll try and change that for you in a sec. But there's a couple of uh, red... Uh, it looks like a bit more colour to it, which is good, doesn't it? So there's not many pictures in so that So it was there. the control panel, they said. Is that right? Yeah. So, yes, that's right. You know, where you oh, yeah. do your fonts and all this sort of stuff. Um, look, hang on. Just bear with us for one second. I'll try and get you... I'll try and get you the camera. There you go. Oh, it's upside oh, there we down. Go. I can see it now. Is it upside down or is it right? No, it's right. I can see it. All right. Perfect. A bit blurry, but I can see it. Yeah, all right. I can't do much about the blurriness. That's no, that's just, normal. Just, how it's just it is. video. Yeah, so one area where this is a particularly plain-looking control panel. The control panel spans many eras of Windows development, and so Windows settings are spread across three different styles of interface. That's right. That's right. You can go search for control panel. You get this new like black and grey version of the control panel, which I don't like. Or you yeah. can get the original version of the control panel, which I like. Probably oh, course. I love the original. I love the original. I always try to bring it up. But you've got to search it in the search bar and get yeah. the original. Well, you know where yeah. everything is, don't you? And you know, yeah, it's, oh, it's just great. It's, yeah, the, yeah, the uh, window. It's just, just too plastic in the system it's in there. So apparently they've taken, what's this say here? Uh, first time ever taken serious strides towards mon modernizing even old parts of the operating system. With each new update, more and more settings are being moved from, oh, yeah, the control panel we like into the settings app. <laughs> this creates. Yeah, well, a I did notice that the other day I went into the control panel and I noticed that all of a sudden we had 
more of our network settings and everything have all been integrated into the yes into the new guitar panel and now. Whereas I used to just right click on the network icon and go straight into the, the you know the, the network section and yeah, I, I knew where everything where I was, but now it's all changed. Time, got a bit thrown yesterday. It was yeah. I, I went, just got a new update. Yeah, I, I think yeah. This week I sort of started noticing it must have been a few computers coming through with the the latest update on it. So if you haven't done the latest update, by the way, it's uh. I think it's seventeen oh seven. What 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 version was it? I think that I think that might be right. Actually, I think you, I think you might have just hit on the head. About let's have a look about in my about section. It is seventeen oh nine. Oh, is it? Yeah. So if you type into your start, you know, hit the start key uh, or the start window or whatever you call it. Yeah, that's and, what I just did. And we didn't bring it up. No, you just start typing about, and then go to about uh, about uh, not about us. About about your PC. About your PC. Yep. That's a good way to get to it. See, the, the, everything keeps changing. You know, I, I was I'd do a properties on my computer in the old days and just bring it up. Oh yeah. I couldn't even I couldn't even find system information the other day. I think <laughs> I clicked on system and it brought up a different system screen. This was this is easier though. Well, is- system is the same, isn't it? So if you right click on your start menu and you get the other right, you know, the other menu. If you right click on your start button, you get the old school menu. Yes, yes, sort of. Yeah, and you click system there, it's the same thing. Oh, yes, yep, yep. Yeah, so... But you also get control panel there, or you used to. Uh, you uh, still get the... It's not there anymore. Control panel's gone out of that list. You get the settings, which has replaced the control apps, panel. Apps and features and power options and event viewer and, and all that, but the control panel's gone. So you don't get the command either. You get the PowerShell. Hmm. But anyway, uh, yeah. So your if you go about, about your PC, about your PC, yep. and then down the bottom there you have seventeen oh nine. I've got yeah. So if you're not, that's where how you tell if you're up to the right version or not. Uh, so that's the latest there. one with the uh, the chip fixes. It's latest oh. slow to sort down. Is that right? No, the, those chip fixes will be probably separate updates because they only came out pretty much last week. This week. Uh, this 1709, the reason why it's 1709 is because it was released in September 17, and that's how they number okay. them. That's how they oh, right. work, work the numbers. So, yeah, if you're not up to 1709, you've got a little update ready and waiting somewhere, so you can go and update if you if you wish. But, uh, yeah, that's at your own risk, obviously. Now, there was an article I, I, I did browse across, but it's not here. Obviously, the page is refreshed, but they did say something about... The uh, Microsoft Fix Four, the the spec, the Spectre, was oh, it yeah. Spectre, yeah, yeah, or something has Mel- slowed some of the systems down, or um, never, or something. Yes, uh, I think that I think we I think we might have touched on it last week. I think it was we the might have. the uh, AMD chips, and I think I read today that some Ubuntu Linux Ubuntu systems weren't working after the CPU patches that have come out. So um, yeah, just I think it's on the older ones mainly, but I think. Yeah, I don't know. Geez, you've got to be you've got to be careful, haven't you, with all these patches and everything. Um, like if you brick your CPU, well, what do you do? Yep. What do you do after that? Yeah. <laughs> you can't just go down and get another one because they're like maybe three or four years old or something. But, um, no, that's right. Well, as a general rule, like people will probably tell me I'm crazy, but as a general rule, I don't like crazy. You know, I know, unless I've got a big problem, I don't really like doing BIOS updates or anything like that. I'll do software updates, but any lot of firmware updates um, for motherboards. I'll do them on other things. I'll do them on amps and phones and whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I think I've had too many go wrong on motherboards. I steer away can't, from can't them. Can't be bothered. 
Well, I, I steer away. Get, making sure you've got the right firmware, getting on the internet and downloading it and making sure you've got the right one. Yeah. yeah. Look, things are a lot easier these days, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, if you do oh, get... Oh, yeah. like as in, Everything's a lot more automated. Yeah, that's right. Like the old days, you know, oh, geez, you had to, you had to pretty much burn it to a bootable DOS CD you know, you or can, something. You can, you can pretty much update most motherboards now just through the operating system with an app, with an application. You don't even need to go into the BIOS and or that's right. load any discs or, or to flash anything. It can all just be done. Yeah, usually through an app. And I think some a lot of the biases now have got their own uh, search and discover updates and all this sort of stuff so it is getting a lot easier but yeah geez i, I have bricked a few motherboards <laughs> so here's just... another another windows headline here for you is today is the last day that windows 8 users can upgrade to windows 10 for free oh, well, i thought they stopped it ages ago so did i so if you're still on windows windows um 8.1 good luck to you yeah there's probably not many left i don't think but um... no, no probably not i think i think a lot of people have moved to 10 i think yeah i thought that stopped too i thought that stopped years ago to be honest well this was only posted 16 hours ago so yeah right because i know it had, it had sort of stopped but it hadn't really stopped <laughs> so because no. i could still uh put you know, put a windows 10 CD in and it would still upgrade if Windows Seven. Well, was you know, still Microsoft still wants to reach their reach their their what is it billion users by whatever date it was. Right, something. right. Windows billion Windows installed computers by two thousand and something. I can't remember the the, the particulars, but something like yeah. that. Yeah, oh, they'd be some some sort of goal for them, wouldn't it? But They'll yeah, be wanting everybody to get on board. Yeah. So um, yeah. So I guess that's yeah. yeah uh, what are we talking about? Yeah, Windows. Yeah, but I think when they did say it stopped, that still worked, but there was another workaround, and probably this will still exist, is that you can still go through the accessibility settings and still somehow, you know, still upgrade for free. But, uh, really? Look, I think, when, I think Microsoft might be in a little bit of a world of hurt at the moment. I'm not sure if I mentioned this last week or the other week, but uh, there was a, I had a customer and he... Microsoft uh, logged in, remote, remoted into his laptop because the update, that new update that came out, 1709, uh, his office stopped working. So he tried to fix it himself, uh, you know, reinstall Office, blah, blah, didn't work. And so he rang up Microsoft and they said, well, it's not working because Windows 10 isn't compatible with your machine. But although he had Windows 10 on the machine. And so because Microsoft just relied on, say, the, the web page of the manufacturer, say, I think it was Toshiba. And they looked mm -hmm. up his machine and said, no Windows 10 drivers, it's so it's not compatible. So Microsoft yep. remotely, yeah, moved him back to 8.1. And the machine didn't come with 8.1. So he didn't have a key. So when I got it, it was deactivated, it was unactivated, uh, you know, and I'm just going, what's going on here? Do I really have to put uh, Windows 7 back on this? So I rang up Microsoft and I just said, blah, blah, blah. And they go, all right, we'll activate it. And I said, well, why are you there? Yeah, I said, he did have Outlook on it as well. Yeah, he had a standalone Outlook, but we can't get the key. He doesn't know where the key is. We can't get it out of the machine because you've just formatted it, blah, blah, blah. And they, and they said, what version was it? I said, oh, I think it was about 2010. Now, hang on, I'll get a key. So they put it, they gave me a key and put it in and it worked. So straight off, no hassles, no questions, just bang, there you go, here's the keys. It was old 2010, obviously, so I can't see. So what, you're saying that he had Outlook on there that came with the laptop or came with the operating system? No, he had he had the Windows, well, initially he had Windows 7. He bought off home and student 
2010. That didn't come with Outlook. That didn't have Outlook. So he went out and bought Outlook by itself. Uh, so he did have a separate Outlook yeah, yep. that he paid for separately. Right. Yeah. So it was around about the 2010 because he had a you key. You know, I went, and, um, I went and bought a a key off eBay. I don't know how legit they are, but it was Not only very. about. <laughs> well, how can. Well, they say on eBay that they are. It was 12 bucks. Yeah, that's not wrong, and when, is it? And then I and they said that guaranteed lifetime key, so I took it and plugged it in. Look, you can't download the operating system until uh, from from Microsoft Online until you've inputted the key into their website, and they verify the key's legit, and then they give you they say you can download the software. So and then they gave me two other links. They they emailed me the in the um in what did, the what did you they buy? emailed me the link uh, to uh, 2010 Pro. Windows, two, uh, sorry, 2010, what am I saying? Windows 10, <laughs> 2010, oh, Windows yeah. 10 Pro. Um, and it was it was like 11.99. But in the link they sent me, they sent me two other links to two places I could download the, the disk. But they mm. also linked to the Microsoft one. And I clicked on the Microsoft one. I thought I'm not going to download it from some bogus website I don't know because then it could it might not be legit. It yeah, might be that's a way right. to give it the- a cracked copy of Windows or something. So I thought mm. I'll get it from Microsoft and I'm, I'm going to test this serial out. I put the serial in and Bob's your uncle, straight in. Yeah. I think, well, you can you can download Windows 10. And I think well, I downloaded it and you just put on a USB yeah. and build with the key. You can download the Windows from Microsoft for free, but you do need the key. But what these keys are is that they're, they're say, enterprise keys. So... Like, you know, say enterprises, they might have, they might pay for a license of, I don't know, like 20,000. So they buy thousands of them or something That's and then right. sell them all to you. So they are legit keys. They are until they get stopped. If you're stopped. careful and you buy the yes. right one. Until it gets stopped. Yeah. Really? So, yes. So I bought one for my mum going on, or going on a couple of years ago now, and she still had no dramas. Yeah. I've well, even reinstalled her windows a couple of times and, mm. and you know, redone it. So, but I guess somehow if that company, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure how it works. I think you're probably pretty right now because once it's activated, it's activated. They probably don't deactivate the Windows ones. But I know, like, I bought a Photoshop off eBay or one of those ones. I think Oztian or whatever it was. Real dodgy. <laughs> I thought, well, it looks right. It's in a case. It's whatever. So I bought it. Yeah. and uh, Well, they can trick you if they send you the CD, yeah. Yeah, well, I got the CD and everything, and it looked rigid did and, yeah worked but you know it wasn't it's not it can't be real because they're too cheap and no, no one sells on that cheap unless they're yeah, well, you know, i mean what's the price of windows windows 10 pro i mean you're looking at 190 bucks for the mm. basic probably mm. home edition well, i would think we'll see like uh say like my wife she works at Centrelink, so that they offer their staff microsoft office now it's an enterprise version of us it's got everything in it and they offer it for 15 bucks like 15 dollars so everyone else, while everyone else pays five hundred bucks, they're, yeah, all, they're all paying. 15. That's right. So, so what's stopping? Say, you go. Oh yeah, can I have five of those, please? So, the amount of and then I'll the go the and sell of them. Billions of dollars Centrelink don't give out at the end of every year. They should charge them more. <laughs> but like, you can't you can't buy them at fifteen and go sell them at a hundred. Well, you could, but they're not not legal keys. If you know what I mean, they're not right. It's not right. Mm-hmm. It's not. But anyway. well, it'll be interesting to see how this key lasts then. 
Yeah, you're probably right. If it's activated, I think that's half your problem. I think once it's activated, the... Well, I think if it, if it wasn't a legit key, you'd think that Windows would go, that's not a legit key. You've been... Probably the legit. first time it's used. Like I've tried to use the same key, say an office key twice, and it said, no, 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 you can't do that. It's already registered. Well, I've used, I used, like I said, I bought one for mum a couple of years back, and that's what gave me the idea to try it out this time. It, and I've used hers a few times to reinstall, like if she's had a, a problem. Like I think I explained to you last week that she actually had a problem with the computer and I was trying to work out what was wrong with it. Mm-hmm. And I finally figured out what was wrong with it and had to rebuild it and put Windows back on it. Same key, straight in, no problem. Yeah, once it, once 10's on it, you, uh, yeah, just goes, it auto-activates everything. That's pretty good. That is pretty good these days. Well, if I um, win for 12 bucks, I'm yeah, not complaining 12, for $12. No, 12 If bucks, I just saved it. Saved 180 or whatever it is. That's all right. Uh, Apple Health's app is being used as evidence in a murder trial in Germany. So apparently an Afghan re- refugee is being accused of raping and murdering this 19-year-old medical student. Now, this guy has been on trial since September 2017, and the, the, the girl was murdered in October 2016. The authorities wanted to search the information on his phone, on his iPhone, but the guy refused to give him the password to unlock the device. So investigators turned to a private company to gain access to the phone. Uh, he has admitted his guilt, uh, but he's also disputed some of the emails. So authorities went through the app, the, the health app, and you don't think of these things, do you, just uh, while you're day-to-day living? Mm. But authorities went through the health, the Apple's health app on the phone and learned uh, what kind of activity he, this refugee was participating in on the particular day. Uh, they discovered she was dumped, or the body he dumped in a river. So they discovered that a large bulk of his activity consisted of climbing stairs. They took this information and made a correlation between the time it would have taken uh, the refugee to drag the body of the woman down to the river and climb back up. So there you go. The, 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 <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah, so the health app is... I think the FBI can't get into a terrorist phone, but they can get into that one. Yeah, well, I think uh, this was done by, uh, they just had a third party. They investigators turned to a private Munich company to gain access to his phone. So what does that mean? Like, one, now the iPhone, well, they just saying iPhone's just crackable now. That's it. Yep, there was no real... Well, I remember the big debate on the thing with Apple. There was no way they were going to give up. I and, know. And open that phone up for that guy that the, the FBI were trying to get onto with some terrorist or something and... Wasn't that now big, they can get yeah. some third party to open up that one for that. Yeah, so I think it's 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 open slather <laughs> on on the iPhones. It's open. Maybe slather. It just depends on the depends on how much of a stinky kick up about it, and how yeah. much you're willing to go to court and fight for it. Maybe, maybe. Uh, well, maybe I think is it Apple? No, I think it was Google got a bit of issues over in the Europe, haven't they, with things that they're doing? But anyway, um, Facebook. They all do. Yeah, Face- one point or another. Facebook plans major news feed changes to improve oh. your well-being. There you go. I, did, I was nearly going to read that one. Well, well, I don't can... know anything about it, so go ahead. All right. Fill me in. The plan that changes, which focus on reducing the number of public posts from businesses, brands, and media. Uh, well, yes, I guess so. I guess that that could be uh, of value uh, to me because, yes, you do. And if you like a lot of businesses and a lot of, pages you know not including ours of course because hopefully we're still going to come through but if you know, if you like a lot of pages yeah you, you do run the risk of your feed just being you know 
business and sort of like posts, you know what I mean? What from yeah, places yeah. that you've liked. Uh, so normally, you know, if I want to see what uh, friends and stuff have been doing, I normally go in and just go most recent posts, and I'll probably get more of what my friends and stuff have been doing. I think um, too that if uh, you really take a, a good look at how many ads you receive, is it many in comparison to the junk that people keep re re sharing? Yeah, because I noticed that today, like, I, like if you watch a, you look at a post, you might comment on it, but then because you've commented on it, that post stays right at the top for ages because just random, <sighs> just keep commenting on it and it keeps coming, pushing it up. But you the like top. it, and then you keep getting notifications because you liked it. Mm. So in in uh, in Mark Zuckerberg's message this week, uh, he talks about how much research has shown that strengthening our relationships improves our well-being and happiness. Ah, oh, nice. Uh, we feel a responsibility to make sure our services just aren't fun to use, but also good for people's well-being. So surprisingly, that will come as a surprise, that comment, to some people, not at least advertisers, uh, which are keen to, you know, get get their sponsored ads in front of as many eyeballs as possible. Uh, the CEO said the changes means users will likely spend less time on Facebook and less time looking at public content. But he hopes the flip side of that will be time spent on the uh, the site. The time spent on the site will be more valuable. That is to you, to me. Uh, if if we do the right thing, I believe that would be good for the community and our business over the long term. It's all touchy feely, this isn't it? Like, you know, like would you be happy if the if you got shares in Facebook? Are you trying to, you know, I don't know. Does that make you happy? Uh, Zuckerberg said the company began making changes in this direction last year, but it will take months for this new focus to make its way through all the products. The first changes you will see will be newsfeed, where you can expect to see more from your fam- friends, family, and groups. Well, I guess it, I guess you could look at it another way as well. The flip side is, you know, like uh, take eBay for example. You know, I used to be able to get on there and get a bargain, but now it's just all shops it's just all commercial stuff isn't it there's not oh you get on ebay and you search you search something and you you look at something just once just once mm. you look at it you go oh, maybe and then you think you go off at something and then you get on facebook and the ad pops up do you want to have another look at this <laughs> thing on ebay oh great i'll be i'll be getting well, like how did you know i was even browsing ebay oh I'll, I'll be getting bloody that's, uh... that's the most annoying the targeted marketing that annoys me the most yeah. You go to a website and you look at something and then all of a sudden Google's got those little ads popping up on every website you go to with the same item you just looked at it, you know, the pair of jeans you looked at on, on just yeah. jeans or something. I think they're called I think they're called follow me ads or something. Oh, like you can't drop in mad. Yeah, you set them up through uh through uh, the AdSense, the Google AdSense, then they just follow you around. But but, oh, but yeah, I think But it's on Facebook now. Like if you look at some eBay or something on Facebook, it pops up for me on Facebook. Says, oh, you want to have a look at that item you looked at on eBay? Yeah, right, right. You know, yeah. I think Hogan's. You've got to. I think you've got to create a create a group mm. in your Facebook and just have your own news feed and just turn off all the people you don't want to follow. It just gets so full of rubbish, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. It it does. Uh, well, I don't. I don't follow a lot of people. Um, I pretty much only on my on my Facebook feed, like the one that you know, the, my personal one. So I'll only follow people that I know. Like I don't just just go accepting just randoms, because um, I don't know. I just I, why? <laughs> it's you know. You got to start deleting friends. Yeah, why does it's, a random you one delete friends? 
so they can thin down their newsfeed. They don't realise that they can just turn them off from the newsfeed. Hmm. But I think you can you can follow people as well. So I guess yeah. Like but that, if you unfollow them, you can keep them as friends, but you don't have to see all their rubbish. Yes, that that's right. Re- yeah. Re-share. And yeah. I think like people like you know you guys listen to the podcast. I think you probably won't. You can't friend me, but you can follow me. I don't know why you'd want to, but yeah, if you yeah. wanted to. Oh, with um, the pages? No, no, just with my personal feed, but you'll only oh, okay. see my public posts if you follow. So you won't see, oh, right. you know, it is, yeah. if you're a friend, you see the whole lot, but if you just follow, you just see the public posts. Yeah. I think that's how it works. But yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's why, 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 why would, you know, um, I don't know. Would you want to know what I had for breakfast? But I know it's not that I post that sort of stuff, but not you, Jordan, but, you know, the podcast. No, but you're right, though. There's people people that just randomly put anything on there mm. and you know they're yeah, all, just anything that comes to mind they're all bots half of relevant or not <laughs> now look, we'll end, end up with on this one uh, did you have any more jordan or do i want to no, cut I you did off have with one that i thought i thought you might have talked about but um and it's kind of another headline but it is something i read on facebook mind you <laughs> where someone posted some ad and caught my attention it says that the home Google Home or Chromecast might be crashing your Wi-Fi. Have you heard this story? I did look at that one, yes. yes. If your Wi-Fi isn't working like it should, Google Home or Chromecast may be affecting it. Here's what you can do right now. If your Wi-Fi uh, at home has been acting up lately, your Google Home speaker or Chromecast might be the culprit. Um, on Jan 13, Android police reported several instances where a Google Home Mac speaker was knocking TP-Link Ar- Archer. Um, C7 routers, does that sound right? Do you know what they are? Offline. Uh, since then, other devices have been affected by the bug, including other Google Home speakers and Chromecast dongles, as well as um, additional TP-Link router models and routers from ASUS, Linksys, Netgear oh. and Synology. According to comments on Reddit, some Google Wi-Fi users have also been affected. Um, right. TP-Link explains the issue is caused by the cast feature, which allows your phone, Google Home speaker and Chromecast devices to communicate. This feature sends an MDNS multicast discovery packets to discover and keep alive connections with Google pod, uh, products such as uh, Google Home, um, says TP-Link. Normally, the packets are sent out in 20-second intervals following a recent firmware update from some unexplained reason. When exiting the sleep state, the devices would sometimes send out an excessive number of packets exceeding 100,000. In some cases, the router uh, is causing it to crash. I would, I would update that firmware. I, would, mm. I wouldn't be scared to do that one. I'd have to do that. Cheaper link says... The longer the device sleeps, the larger the packet's bursts will be. Yeah, so that's interesting because the, the story I read about that actually only mentioned uh, routers that were in the US. And I thought, oh, that's why I didn't mention that story. Uh, and But, yeah, that I one's... I haven't heard of a couple of those routers, but, yeah, I've, I know most of them. But yeah, but, when you, but that one, that story also mentioned the Chromecast, which is out here as well, and that that's a, an issue. So I'm, I'll have to go and check my stuff out. See if I'm having issues. Yeah, well, if it's slowing down your network, I suppose just don't don't have it plugged in when you're not using it. For starters, mm. turn it off. Now, a lot have, of people. Yeah. Now, have you heard of the silly salmon? No. 
<laughs> Unless you want to go for, you want to go fishing or something. No, no. Well, the silly salmon. It's this YouTube craze that uh, you, you, if someone asks you to do a silly salmon, you, you jump into the nearest body of water, making the sound and flapping your body like an out of water salmon. So, <laughs> you better register the domain name. It's going to get popular. <laughs> Probably. Well, it's already popular. There's there's a YouTuber. Uh, he's uh, got to face court in Brisbane after he jumped off. I think it was the Goodwill Bridge. Uh, according to the rules, uh, here's the rules of the challenge. Uh, it was a viral stunt. Yeah, off the Goodwill Bridge. According to the rules of the challenge, if someone tells you to silly salmon, then you must jump into the nearest body of water yeah while moving around like a fish those who take part in the challenge often try to find the highest vantage points to jump from in order to gain more online attention now the video shows Irwin this guy Irwin flailing around as he jumps off the bridge and plunges 13 meters into the Brisbane River that's a big drop that is a big drop Now, this isn't the first time Irwin has gained attention for his stunts after making headlines in December uh, when he jumped from a balcony into the Bondi Icebergs pool. I remember watching that as well. Look, they're funny. They You've got funny. too much spare time on your hands, I think, there, Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is what happens. Now, bathers <laughs> appeared shocked at the 23-hour climb over the balcony, appeared to hesitate for a moment, threw himself off the ledge and falling into the water. He's in, the February, in court on February 19th. Now, look, I've got a... For those on the video, you can go and so look him up. What's, so what's he in trouble for? This is, I don't know if you can see the video here, but you can have a look here. This, okay, so, I can see it. So this is off the 13-metre bridge. It's a massive drop. Uh, just go searching for, what's it called? The Silly Salmon Challenge Part 3, and you will see. Oh, no. So no wonder he's in trouble. Yeah, look, look, at the, look at the drop of that. Look at that. And he must have hit that, like, <laughs> oh. it's a big drop. It's a wonder he never broke his legs, I reckon. That's a massive drop. That is a massive drop. But anyway, um, Silly Salmon Challenge. I probably sh- shouldn't probably promote it, but uh, I don't know. It's funny. So it's challenging no other one died. people to the is it? Uh, I don't think so. No, he's just, he's just putting it up there for the views on YouTube. It's not YouTube. like the Ice Bucket Challenge. You know, we're, we're all going to start jumping off bridges. No, well, <laughs> let's go into YouTube here. Well, yeah, that's right. And just find out how many views has he got. Well, this particular one here, you know, 500,000 views thereabouts. So, they get um, paid for it, don't they? So I suppose well, the more attention they get, the more money they make. Well, that's right. Like at the end of that video, uh, he said that, you know, uh, he wanted people to know where people wanted to see him do silly salmons. He said anywhere in the world, they'll fly to it and do a silly salmon. So I guess, you know, they'll pick the what the, the most popular request and, yeah, just go and do it. And, you know, be on YouTube, lots of hits. Lots of hits, lots ads, of money. Money, that's right. That's what it's all about. But... Oh, I tell you, that 13 metre drop is one hell of a drop. That's a big, tall drop. But especially when you see those river cats like going, oh. going under, and that, geez, they didn't look too big, did they? They were just, uh, yeah. But anyway. No, they look, they look small going under that. Yeah, no, that's a big drop. Very yeah. big. So so that's the silly, silly salmon, if you want to watch it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. There's another funny one I was watching, uh, some video someone sent me about scaring people. You know, the some poor people, they're, they're asleep and someone comes in and like lights a fire or some guy, some it's guy's... a firecracker. Yeah, some guy's asleep yeah. on the bed on his back. Some guy I've comes in, yeah, puts a firecracker pointing up into his crotch, l- lets it go, lights it up. And, you know, it's going pew, 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 straight up into God, no one needs to have a heart attack. Oh, some what's of the, them, uh, no. What's the most watched video on YouTube? I don't know. I've never looked it up. Yeah, it used to be Gangnam Style. 
Yeah, I think. Crikey, really? <laughs> and then something overtook it not too long ago. Uh, was it that some song? Uh, most watched some song. I didn't like it. Most watched. I thought it was the monkey. I thought it was the monkey in the tree that that picks his bum and then falls out of the tree or something. No, no. That this that was the most watched one at one point. This is it. No, it's Despaccio. Despatch Despaccio or something. Louis Fonzi featuring Daddy Yankee. That's something like a Spanish sort of a song, isn't it? I probably know it if I heard it. Yeah. Just can't remember it by name. Yeah, so anyway, well, that's Despaccio. Yeah, there we go. I'll Google that one anyway. Might be one for your act. You might like it. <laughs> I doubt it. Bring I, it on. I, the last Spanish song I sang, I'm never singing again. Oh, well, what was it? If you call it Spanish, many, many years ago, I had to learn how to sing. Um, oh, I can't even I can't even remember the name of it now. The Mexican it was all dance. Over, <laughs> no, it was all over the radio. It was um, at the time. It was going back a long time ago. Not the margarita. Is that it? No. Yeah, I know the one you mean. I know that one. Yeah. I can't remember the name, but I had to sing that with a band, and I'm like, my gosh, that was bad enough back then. I wouldn't sing it like that anymore. I didn't even know what I was saying when I sang it. It was all in another language. I was just mumbled through it. Making sounds and moving my lips to what I thought sounded like the CD at the time. That's the go. That's the yeah, go. Well, it worked. Yeah. Yeah, we used to like it, but that <laughs> well, was a long time ago. They get full of full of beers and bad manners, and they like any sort anything, don't they? At the end of the night, yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. how it goes. Why not? Fill them up if they can listen to horses a hundred times a night and not care about it. <laughs> you could right. sing the choruses back to front, and you could sing yeah. the words back to front, and they still wouldn't care. Now, is that as is long that- as is, it's horses. They don't care. Is that is that making a comeback or something? That song. Oh, that, that's the Australian anthem in my book. Oh, pretty much. Yeah, just, it doesn't re- matter where you go. They want that song. Yeah, there's right. a handful of songs that we get asked for at every gig, and it would be, and they drive me crazy. And and, and you ask any person playing in a band to play it, and they will smile, but <laughs> they be hating on the inside <laughs> because they're probably fed up with playing it. Yeah, Th- that would be um, horses. And you're the voice would be the two biggest Australian ones, followed by K San. Oh yes, yeah. Jess's girl. They get sick of playing Jess's girl. Yeah, they get asked for Jess's girl all the time. Summer of '69. Oh yeah, it's just a handful of songs that they just go, my gosh, are these people are going to stop listening to these songs and get some new (laughs) ones? I can understand K San. I guess horses never really been a big fan. But when you go out and play, you know, you play three, four, five nights a week. And you play horses three, four, five nights a week. <laughs> and if you do two gigs a day, some people do a, you know, an early acoustic mm. gig and a late band gig, and they'll play it twice in a day. You wish you were right. They might play the song eight or nine times a week. So when you when you, when you play, say if you had a full week, say, five days in a row of playing, uh, but you would sing the same songs. All the time. Yeah, so, but not just to say these mega popular ones, but like just other ones. Oh, just, you, you, well, you get stuck playing, that's what I'm saying, you get stuck playing those mega, mega popular ones and you try and fill the gaps with other things and you're trying to mix them up and rotate them as much as you can. But they're, mm. they're, they're generally, <coughs> excuse me, they're generally always the popular ones, you know, like you, you'll play Rain or you'll play April Sun in Cuba or, yeah. or you know, you're, you're generally you're better by the Screaming Jets or Shimmer or Kryptonite or you'll end up playing the generally the popular ones, but you try and mix them up. But you always end up playing the guideline ones, which are Jesse's Girl 
horses, you're the voice, Casey, and yeah. 500 miles, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I remember. It's just a handful that always go, no matter where you go. I remember oh, not long ago I was watching some Elvis documentary, and he was doing three shows a day, you know, like yeah. day after day after day. Like he must have doubled up a few times. That'd be oh, pretty, you and know. So you do this, the people who, that, who do shows like that do the same show. They don't just play the mm. same songs in different orders at different times of the night. They do the same show from the first sentence to the last sentence. Yeah, right, yeah. I think the king was a bit different to that. You can, when you watch his videos, I think you, you see him uh, directing what he wants next. Oh, sometimes anyway. So he, goes, oh, he yells out what he wants. So he must, I don't know, he must get sick of singing the same stuff. Oh, I too. see, yeah, well, I see tribute shows go out all the time and you see some of them even rehearse up. They rehearse the show from start to finish. They know what they're going to say. In, like oh, the band, right. The band's going to the band's going to stop after this song, and and the singer's going to say this and this and this, and then they can introduce this, and we're going to play the next song. Yeah, and they almost rehearse it from start to finish. In some points, why is that? Because they what can't think on their feet. Well, they do you think? No, no, with the tribute stuff, especially, they try to keep that as genuine as possible. They try to keep right. it as close to the tribute. Yeah, okay. Try, you know, try and say things that may have been said in a in a in a concert or something, and try and keep hmm. keep the show feel yeah, so that people are thinking they're at the real show. It's kind of the idea of a tribute. Yeah, show, I guess. It? Yeah, got, yeah. I remember like you know, talk about Elvis again. No, I like him obviously, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I remember seeing a tribute show, and there was a you know the the artist. I I think it might have been. Uh, is it Elvis to the Max? Max Pelicano, that's him. And yeah, he brought he he started off. Oh, I think he was burning love or something. And he started off with a bit of paper and said, "Oh, you know, this is a new song. Uh, bear with us, like this." And exactly what happened in one of the videos of Elvis in one of his concerts when the he was singing the new song. Halfway through, he threw the bit of paper away. You know, Pelicano did the same thing. Yeah, tried to keep it the same, which was good. Which was good. Loved it. Tried, yeah. Yeah. It's good to try and ad lib though, if you can keep the shows. Because if you're playing a lot and you're doing that show a lot, you, you want the, the customers to come back. You can't keep playing the same show. You've got to try and mix it up, or that, that you can't. You won't get repeat customers. They get sick of it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, I suppose you would get sick as well of it too, wouldn't you? So oh, you'd be just going, "Oh my god!" You'd be surprised. You, you see people come down the pub and they start yelling at you to play songs, and, and you, they have no idea. They really have no idea what the, what the muso is is feeling at that point in time. They think that they're loving, it. and don't yeah. get me wrong, every muso loves their job. They're all pretty much they're all rock stars in some way or shape or form, and, and they love it. And they get paid for it, and and that's great. And it's better than doing most of the other jobs that they do. Yeah. Although a lot of them have have that as a second job or a hobby job, mm. but they. They get sick. when you're doing covers, you do get start playing the same songs, and it becomes very very tedious. Yeah, yeah I'm sure it does. Like anything. That's, Oh, it's the same as being a DJ. Can you imagine having to go to work and play gangman style every night you went to work? <laughs> or the Macarena when it came out? My gosh, I was going to burn uh, that CD tenfold. I know. Ma- throw it. I was so sick of it. Yeah. Every wedding party you go to and DJ, if you don't play the Nutbush and the Macarena and, and the bus stop together or something, you'll get you'll get booted out, you know, like Cause I know, crazy. Yeah, Mark that used to do the show, who I started this show with all those years ago, uh, he used, he was a DJ for a long time, like long, long time, 20 years, 30, 30 years maybe, a long time. And uh, I just think to myself, how can you just do this night after night after night? You know, so you, you, you live, your day was our night, you know. And uh, yeah, I don't think they necessarily do it for the love of the music. I think they do it for the love of the of the atmosphere and, and the must. friends and yeah. the drinks and 
yeah, good times. They must. That's what we ultimately do it for. It's I, the same with music, you know. Because I remember, like, even, you know, years ago, just going, I used to have a mate who played footy for the Chargers when they were around, Gold Coast Chargers, and they used to get free uh, drinks at Shooters, which Absolutely. is a nightclub over here, and uh, after each game. So I used to go back with him, you know, free drinks and everything. But, you know, like, after two months of that, you go, hang on a second, I can't do this anymore. And this is when I was still young, you know. Yo, I can't do this anymore. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of going out in the surface every fortnight, you know, till 5 a.m. in the morning. I just don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> I'd like to be it. young. Oh, I could go right. back and do it all again. Oh, not every I'll week. Ordinary now if I go out. Yeah. So like, Who's that old thing in the corner? I'm the, I'm the guy that, you know, I used to look at 20 years ago and what, say, what's he doing here? Yeah, that's right. Old for it. What old, old goose over there. Gross of yeah. hair. <laughs> yeah, 20-year-olds aren't interested in you. All right. Well, we better get out of here, Jordan. It's, uh, yeah, no worries. We're mate. over it's time. Good. All right. Well, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. And, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll see you again. We'll hopefully next week, if you're around. Yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, make, be around. we'll make contact and we might get back to a, a Thursday. Actually, I think I have got a – I think I am doing a – what's the – I don't even know what the date is next week. Oh, is it the Australia uh, Day week? Yeah, so it'll be the 25th. I don't think I've got an Eve gig. I think I've got an Australia Day gig. So probably I'll probably be here. All Sounds right. good. Good stuff. All right. Well, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. And uh, thank you guys for downloading and or watching on the YouTube or listening on the iTunes. It's always great to be listened to for sure. Uh, so don't forget, you can get us on the Aussie Tech Radio uh, and, yeah, whatever else I've said in the past. You can email us, Glenn or Jordan at AussieTechHeads.com.au if you've got anything to say to us. Uh, your comments and feedback is a welcome, especially if we stuff up like apparently we stuffed up the audio and repeated something. So... I'll, I'll I'll take the blame for that one because that's my that's my job. All right. So anyway, no, no McDonald's voucher for you then. No McDonald's voucher for me, unfortunately. No Big Macs. All right. So uh, till next week, everyone. It's uh, have a good week, and we'll we'll see you uh, shortly. Okay. Bye bye. See you, Jordan. Good night. See you.